and welcome to Big Gay Energy. I'm Bree. I'm Theora. And I'm Caitlin. Come along with us while we dive into the fun and nuances of queer media. Representation matters, and we're here to talk about it. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we're back with Glee. <laughs> we're back with Glee. Talk about Glee, the show. <laughs> oh, yeah, actual Glee this time, because we're going to get to talk about our favorite, favorite characters. I mean, uh, yeah. Glee got to talk a little bit about Sue last time, which is one of her favorites. Yes. But who do you want to start with? <sighs> I mean, I think we... We waited long enough. Let's just get right to the gay stuff. Let's start with Britannia. I have Santana. Or, yeah, Santana. Let's do it. Okay, so, but the correction, not a correction, but uh, from the last episode, I forgot to say, Brie did give us some stuff. It's just us today. We miss Brie. But she gave us some of her thoughts. So, Brie said that she likes Sue. Brie says that the teacher dude was creepy. And I think that's all we have from the last episode that I was supposed to say. Uh, before we get into Santana, and before I forget, Brie says Santana is hot. <laughs> she did not give us descriptive no. They were literally just these comments. So there you go, Brie. You ha- your opinion has been voiced to the people. All right. So that was Brie's take on Santana. What's your take on Santana? <laughs> I love <laughs> Santana. Same. I absolutely love Santana. Like, I know she <laughs> she can be quite problematic with her comments. But she's so funny. Like, the, she just, her line deliveries. Naya's line, line delivery. delivery is the best. And that's something that Heather does as Brittany as well. Like, the uh, yeah, two, her I guess just, we, you can't really talk about one without the other. Because, you can't. For for context, those characters both had a very similar journey. In season one, they were basically just tertiary background characters meant to just, like, bulk up the Cheerios to prop up Quinn, who was the talking character of that group. So they were just supposed to be, like, bodies. And, like, they were hired really to be dancers in a lot of those numbers. Because, like, the Cheerios in the beginning were just, like, glorified dancers, basically, without any of the singing. Heather was never even hired. She's not even in it in the first episode. Yeah, that's right. That's why she's not. Uh, It's been a while. She came in to teach them the Beyonce songs. Yeah, exactly. So Heather was actually a backup dancer for Beyonce. Like, legit dance. Yeah. She kills it. 
she she's a legit dancer. And yeah, you're right. She was hired for that single lady song. But again, when they gave her and they gave Nia lines, they killed it and like really worked really hard with those characters and like their line deliveries. And they ended up getting speaking roles as the show went on. And what happened with Glee is I think they were, the first season was, I forget how many episodes it actually was slated for, but because it was so popular, it got renewed immediately and they extended the first season out. So that's where like the beginning of this show, they don't, those characters don't really have lines, but in the second half of season one, they have more lines. And that's because it was a completely different contract and they got more funding and that kind of stuff because the show just exponentially exploded once it kind of aired and caught on. So things changed very, very quickly, even in the first season. And like, it's very much telling like with those two, because they went from like, just hired as a dancer to somebody to prop up Quinn to like their own independent characters. And the two of them were just so iconic in their roles. And I think a lot of it has to do with just their comedic timing and line deliveries, which were just uh, (laughs) so good. Not compatibility, but their chemistry together. There you Thank you. Yeah, the chemistry, chemistry between chemistry. those two. And it was on screen and off screen. And it's like, just, you could tell that they have fun, especially if you look yes. in the background of things. They're, they're just, messing, just around. messing around. Right. And that's, again, that's how they got noticed. They were just like messing around in the background and like trying to prop up their characters. And they did. And they were rewarded with And I know like parts. they had conversations like, we're, we're going we're gonna to get in there more. <laughs> like they, they had this sole intention of doing this. And it was the best decision that the show could have made. Correct. That character change for the both of them was a very positive decision on the crew and creators parts because those two were so iconic as characters. And they were great. And they were the much needed comedic relief coming from different angles. So like Santana's kind of like, sue in the sense that she's very like the bitch kind of character like to the point tells it like it is will insult you in the name of being honest kind of thing when when you get into her character it's more like a defense mechanism but like Mm -hmm. that's how it's portrayed versus britney who's like the aloof also telling it like it is but in a different way that's just like lovable She's, like she's never dog. trying to be mean right she's just being she's herself. just but it's more like positive cuddly type of character versus Santana has like a horns and will stab you kind of so it's very different when you like, put them together it makes they're Santana have such a big heart and it's just so cute I love they're, their art Britannia. I love Britannia that was I one wish of they my gotten together shows. a lot earlier but uh same but it wasn't planned that was not planned that kind of started with I don't know if you're gonna play a clip but that started with an offhanded line of the two of them that Caitlin will show. But if you're listening to the audio and don't hear that, basically, like, it was, I forget what the context was, but basically, like, Brittany said some lines of, of like, yeah, I can well, tell, whatever. I can repeat the entire thing if you do want. Do it, do it, do it, if you know okay, it. Okay, so basically, everybody is walking in the hallway. Right, And they're the all scene. in these different boxes. And... Oh, yeah, because they're all on the phone together, right? Isn't that what it was? Yeah, and they're, yeah. like, talking about a party, I guess. Like, they're like, are you going to this freaking party? Like, no, I really don't want to. And then, uh, it was like something about two people dating. And Brittany goes, No, it's sex, wasn't it? About sex? Yeah, or no, like no. Making yeah, out or something? Yeah, Santana goes, It's, they're not, we're not dating. It's just sex. And Brittany goes, Yeah, because if sex was dating, Santana and I would be dating. 
And then everyone just looks at each other. And then right. like, also, I love that later it all combines and they're like all next to each other talking yeah. on the phone. <laughs> they converge. <laughs> that was a clever transition. Yeah, but that was just an offhanded funny line. Ha 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 line. But then like over time, they saw that those two actually had chemistry and the writers were like, let's actually explore that. And like now that these two have lines. So that was really yeah. the birth of Britannia. It was this offhanded line that was just supposed to be funny of just like, ha ha, cheerleaders are slutty and sleep with everybody. But actually, like, evolved into a, no, for real. Like, <laughs> these two actually have something going on. And also, I think the audience probably had a hand in that as well. <laughs> no, they, again, as they ro- rose in popularity, really, like, played to the audience stuff. And sometimes went, went with it and sometimes, like, just pointed it out and made fun of it. Yeah. Which we'll, we'll get into which, with another sapphic ship that never sailed. But has a giant, massive following. More so than yeah, Britannia, no. which I find disturbing. <laughs> but, anyway, we're still in, San- like, let's stick with Santana right now. Her just... Santana, Santana. Because Everything. her emotional scene, like, she nailed every single scene she was in. She did. Uh, All of them. <laughs> and her voice, her. like, her voice. There weren't enough Santana solos, personally, but yes. she got more, she got more over time. Again, this is somebody who was just supposed to be a background character, ended up getting, like, spotlighted, like, second to, like, Leah Michelle. Like, she really, like, yeah. worked her ass off. And, Especially like, once they moved to New York, they're like, all right, let's put them against each other. Like, she holds her own. She does hold her own. A phenomenal actor, like, Naya. Ugh. You know what? Why don't we Naya, Naya, see this in action? Yeah. Because we need to. We're gonna sit through shoe stuff. We're definitely gonna no, watch something. Let's sit through some Santana stuff, some actual good glee content. Okay, that's it for Santana. We could. There's it's so There's hard so trying many. to find compilations for Santana and Britney because they're most of them are a half hour long because they're freaking hilarious. They're hilarious together. But like oh, Santana yeah. with the zingers always. Those, this, that's what I watch when I, <laughs> like, if no, I want to like, watch something. For real. I go They're... watch all the comedy. <laughs> I just, I just can't. It's, I just love her. That's, that's the only thing I can say. I love her. Uh, I will say, um, I, she had some really rough moments on the show that were super fucked up but realistic. One of them being outed by Finn in the middle of the hallway. Super fucked up. Um, yeah, that was not okay. So fucked up. And then it, her sexuality and her outing being used against as uh, political Ooh. fodder yeah. with Sue, who at the time was like running for, I don't know, some political position. I forget what it was. Council member or something. I don't remember. But basically, like, it was a smear campaign against Sue where they're like, oh, she has gay a gay cheerleader. You can't trust Sue. And, like, Santana's in the, like, Sue showed her. And she's like, hey, I have to show you this um, because it's going to come out and there's nothing I can do. And Santana's, like, crying. She's like, I haven't even told my parents yet. And, like, this is getting, I'm being outed to the whole fucking city. So. It's a freaking Finn. Finn, Finn and Rachel who are just always full of themselves. Yeah, I really like that they had Sue not be like really snarky in that scene, and just like you saw how much she cared about Santana. 
Yeah, like if you're in Sue's, like Sue, like Sue for all that she was, like did have a heart and did care at the end of the day and like was actually protective of the kids, like from, from real harm. Like, yeah, she'd make fun of them and like ingest and stuff. But like when it actually came to them being physically like, harmed in this kind of way, she stepped in versus Shu who didn't, um, which is why I think he's the villain. But yeah, she, he, mm-hmm. she was very much in Santa and like told her that, like that was very much like a, hey, like. I can't stop this. You need to know. Moment. And poor Santana, like, literally outed because of fucking Finn. Um, so that was super fucked up. And then that leads to, like, her having to now tell her family because she has no... She's being, like, forced to come out before she's, like, really ready. And it went well with her parents, I remember, but the grandmother, Abuela, was... Again, we watched the scene in the other episode, the very iconic, like, conversation she had with Abuela when she tried to tell her, like... I want you to know me. I want you to know who I am. And Abuela, like, is basically like, well, you need to get out of my house. I'm disowning you now. And she's like, I'm the same person I was a minute ago when I first walked in here. And you're like, let me feed you and take care of you. I love you. What change? Like, I'm the same person. What do you mean you don't, like, this one thing is really going to break our relationship. And it was just really hard to see because that's the reality in some situations. People are so, like, (sighs) brainwashed, indoctrinated. Um... And they can't, they see the person completely differently just because of that one thing that really doesn't really change who they are. Like, she's like, I was always this way. You loved me until I told you. Like, and Abuela's very much like, well, why can't you just, like, keep it to yourself? Like, I don't need to know this. And it's that whole thing of, like, you're making me uncomfortable because I don't understand this and I'm uncomfortable. And instead of me, like, learning and, like, processing this, I'm just gonna, I want you to go away so I don't have to deal with this and be uncomfortable. And it's very heartbreaking that it's Santana who, like, consistently is put in that position, like, with her story arc versus, like, Kurt, whose dad is like, yeah, I already know. And, like, I'll support you. And, like, Kurt's dad is constantly defending him mm-hmm. um, versus, like, you know, Santana and her abuela, which I forget how that ends by the end of the show. I know they wanted I, her to come to the wedding. I know. Yeah, so basically you'll see. Uh, it's just, it's beautiful how Santana has Brittany. Like at by the end, they're always she's always there for her, and in Brittany's clip, you'll see what how Brittany handles Abuela being rude to Santana in season six, I believe, and yeah, the whole thing is just messed up. But yeah. Santana, and no matter like all the jokes that she makes about people, she is always there for them. She, throughout the whole show, she's making jokes about Rachel. And then when they're moved in together, Rachel, um, like, thinks she's pregnant after Finn dies. And... Oh, thank God they didn't actually do that. (laughs) (laughs) Santana was just, like, hugging her and she's like, it's okay, we'll figure it out. Because, like, she was being, like, snippy and stuff and then Rachel just starts crying. She's like, oh shit, no, this is a serious moment. Like, don't worry, we'll get through this. So I just love those moments where they brought out her heart because it just, like, even people who are, like, funny and, like, snippy like that, they're still people as well. Yeah, no, totally. And, like, she gets, you know, it was in one of the clips, like, Rachel calls her out for what she's doing. Like, Santana's humor is very much based in a defense mechanism to deflect away from the stuff Santana's, like, afraid of people learning, like, she was gay for a very long time. So she deflected by making fun of other people. Um, as a defense Even in that mechanism. scene, she deflects and, right. and that, makes a joke. That's her, it becomes, it, you know, when that's your defense mechanism that you build up for such a long time, it's really hard to just, 
break it and stop doing it. So she keeps doing it. And, and like her intention behind it is not to be mean. It's just that is how she interacts with people. And so over time, you see that, like you're saying, she become when she actually becomes comfortable with people and doesn't have to be defensive, like she can transition into, oh, okay, I need to be supportive here. Like, you know, mm-hmm. that's really what it is. Um, so she's not, it's, and again, it's not to say she's a bad person, good person kind of thing. It's just like, that is the behavior that she's exhibiting, um, which makes her really funny, but then also mean when it goes too far. And, but Santana became a very, again, went from a background, nothing to a very complex, well-acted, well-portrayed character over time. And she's one of the reasons I loved Glee was watching her transformation was just, that's, she's awesome. Why it was really rough coming in later and then falling in love with that character like it made everything really rough later when like realness happened and it was just very depressing which is why my mental health took a toll but yeah yeah r.i.p to naya um but uh i think she had a biography or an interview or something that came out talking about the later years with like them in new york and how she had kind of a a little bit of a say in like what happened with Santana or like how she wanted Santana to be portrayed when she started pursuing acting basically and how she's like, I wanted to really show like what it's really like, like as the Latina girl who has to go through all these horrible auditions and like the, how you get casted in these roles that like, you know, because of who you are and all that stuff. So she very much like took to heart like that whole um saga in uh, Santana's journey so I love that too that she like it it meant something to her because she's like you know I went through this journey like I want to really show what that was like for me as like a woman of color going through this her version of don't rain on my parade is the best one she's just like it's I love that version it just blows the other version out of the water but let's move on to Brittany and Heather all right. And her journey. She's an amazing dancer. Well, she's freaking toured with Beyonce, I would hope yeah. so. <laughs> I mean. The queen of queens. Did yeah. you hear about her audition experience? Maybe, but I don't remember. Refresh the audience if they've never heard. Um, basically, before her audition, she uh, didn't realize that how bad she had to go to the bathroom Aww. and pooped her pants. Oh my god, poor Heather. Yeah, so she, this is like right before, she's going in for a dance audition, I guess. And so she has to like quickly figure thing everything out. So it's just like a mess from the beginning, but she was just so determined. And she made it. But also I hate what they did with her character. Okay, so why do you hate what happened with Brittany? Because all of a sudden she's a math genius. Which, I mean, it's fine, but then they just, like, that's her whole personality, and then it basically ruins her life. And I just, just let her be herself. Yeah. I mean, I do like that she was, like, not, they were just trying to, like, I don't know. I don't know what they were trying to do. I think they were trying to say, don't judge a book by its cover. That's what they were trying to say with Britney. Um, because, like, just because she appears to be dumb and not understand, like, a lot of geniuses don't understand, like, most things, and, but they're really good at one thing. So that was Brittany. And they kind of brought that out later. I thought it was dumb that she didn't graduate with everybody else. I would have preferred that she graduated with everybody else. I did, I, but I did like 
her in there with the new kids I think because they she ha- kind of balanced them. They had to have continuity. They're, again, they were trying to like keep the Glee Club relevant when in reality they should have just moved on from the high school. Yeah. That's again, what they were trying I'm, to do. I'm glad they didn't because Melissa. But. <laughs> again, and they could have still had that with Finn as the tether. But yeah, yeah, I think they were just trying to keep more of those casts together because they had Blaine now and they were trying to like keep more of like the people everybody's attached to while the mains left, except Finn. So I think that's really what they were doing with Brittany. And they made her plotline really weird by doing that. But it like fits Brittany because she's aloof and like, and what I love about Brittany and Santana, Santana always believes in Brittany and always is like, no, you're a genius. Like she sees Brittany for who she is. And while everyone else is like, oh, you're dumb and you're stupid. And it's like, no, Brittany like is like a genius actually, but she acts weird because she doesn't understand normal things when she understands this one thing like super well. So, and then, you know, I think her story is relatable for like progeny, prodigies, who people Mm -hmm. who like, and like maybe child actors can relate to this. Like you're good at something really young, you get discovered and it becomes your whole life and you don't get to live your life. So then you get burnt out by it. And Brittany- Her storyline's realistic. Like she fails to, she's just really bored in school. She just doesn't realize it. Correct. Right. That's the thing. Like she seems dumb, but she's just bored because she's too smart to be there. Yeah. But like- so with all these issues going on, uh, she's just like, you guys are so stupid. (laughs) Yeah, like so, why like, do you, it just comes across about this? with yeah. her lines? Yeah, but uh, yeah, I love. Okay, so I love Brittany. I love uh, Lord Tubbington, her cat, <laughs> and the cat that eats cheese. The cat that eats cheese. Atkins. Yeah, like I love everything. All the one-off lines about the cat and how the cat has like a personality. I was like, I don't know, all this stuff about the cat is oh, hilarious. One of my favorite is um. <laughs> Like, I guess it was Jacob asking them what they did over the summer. And then Brittany goes, I got lost in the sewers. Yeah. <laughs> I love Brittany. <laughs> and uh, her fondue for two show. Oh my gosh. was also hilarious. Like a, whole, a whole intro for that show. I Just, love fondue for two. <laughs> the, the line delivery, though. You she's, have to be able to deliver those lines. I'm saying. And she's she's got it down. Um, yeah, I definitely love Britney. I love the Britney S. Pierce. Britney, Britney Spears. Don't <laughs> worry, just, we're going to see that. <laughs> yeah. No, this one was iconic. Like, Britney's amazing. And just, again, Britney and Santana together, they're my favorite couple in the whole show. Because, like, they, they always support each other, no matter what. And, they, and like like you said they really solidify that at the end as well. Like they definitely always have each other's backs. Like let's, let's look at some of the highlights. This video is called Brittany S. Pierce confusing everyone for three minutes straight, which is usually her funniest lines because they're so outrageous. Do it. And I love them. But hers, I was really looking for a longer one because she has so many great things, but the longer ones were over 30 minutes. And I'm like, we can't do that. Unfortunately. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I love her. But my issue with the one scene where she's like, I thought I could just drop him off when she thinks she's pregnant. With the stork bringing the baby. Yeah. <clears throat> she says that, and then they're like, wait, babies don't get dropped off. What she says and what they say, it mu- the line must have been, I thought I could surprise you when it dropped, when the, when it dropped, when it got dropped off. That must have had to have been the line. Because that line that's said next does not make sense with her saying when she drops him off. Hmm. Yeah, maybe it was a weird cut line thing. Yeah. 
But my problem with the whole Brittany Artie thing, I did not like the two of them together. I thought it was weird. And he like, he basically like kind of like manipulates her because he thinks she's dumb. Like that was their relationship and it was really weird. It was weird. I don't speak with her in relationships. I didn't, I wanted her with Santana. But there were moments with her and Sam that were just kind of sweet. Yes. They have a song together, which is a little cute. And yeah, I mean, I don't want them together, but there were moments that were very cute. But not with her and Artie. Her and Artie were weird. Yeah, her and, I mean, everyone else. Basically, Sam was the... But speaking of Sam, they made him turn into whoever he was dating. Yeah. Oh, they did. No, that's a really good point. Because I was like, oh, yeah, because Sam got together with Brittany because they portrayed Sam as being dumb also. Yeah. And they're like, oh, they're both dumb. Let's put them together. But he was never dumb before Brittany. No. They forgot who Sam was and they were trying to keep him relevant. And yeah, you're right. They just made him into whoever he was dating. And like, and also like kept berating him about his lips. Like, the oh writers. Oh my gosh, that was awful. It was awful. They were like harassing him, the writers, and just making fun of the way this man looks as jokes constantly in the show to the point where it was like abuse what they were doing to him. I, I believe he said that uh, the actor said that he didn't have an issue with the way his mouth looked until this episode. Yeah, they constantly made fun of him. Yeah, they gave him body issues because I of mean, their. Santana jokes. like killed that song. Like Nia the Trouty Mouth again. song? Yeah, like she will kill anything that she's given. That uh, That's also a scene when she has to basically uh, say all these mean things to Kurt that they have said that was just Ryan Murphy's feelings about Chris. Yeah. And she, oh, yeah. it's such a long scene. I saw one of the compilations sped it up like 10 times, and it was so long that it was still 30 seconds sped up. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, this show got super toxic over time. It became, like, Ryan Murphy just, like, favoring Leah Michelle and giving her everything. And then, like, attacking all the actors he didn't like. Like, it was like, it's ridiculous. When they went to New York, the one teacher, uh, Kate Hudson, I believe it was, was so mean to her in the beginning. I like that. She made her yeah. cry. I like when people are mean to... Rachel, because and that was I, when I uh, that. that was the first episode of season four when Melissa's introduced as basically the new Rachel, and Melissa's just over there killing it, and <laughs> Rachel is like failing at everything. It's <sighs> a <So> little things. <sighs> so speaking of Rachel, well, I guess do you have any more Britannia things before we move on to Rachel? Well, yeah, we have a whole Britannia section that we didn't get to. Oh, okay, so let's let's jump into Britannia. <laughs> Okay, so we didn't see it. I will explain what happened with Abuela and Brittany. She basically says that the reason that gay marriage is becoming legal and, like, more accepted and just the the queer community in general is because, well, half of it is because that the older generation is dying off. But the way she says it is, like, um, she's basically just calling her annoying and ignorant so like basically they're just waiting for you to die so they can just be themselves yeah and like again somebody from that generation takes that as a personal attack because you're you don't want my way of life basically so like that's where a lot of this hatred really comes from it's 
they're being told, hey, you're not right kind of thing. Or like, I'm rejecting your way of life. So in traditional how. Uh, traditional households that's seen as a personal attack on like abuela as a person but i mean again despite all that like they get to this place like shown in the in the clip where santana does have a lot of love in her life with the point where she's like i love my grandmother i do but like i have you and you're more important at this point because you accept me for who i am and, and santana's line to when in the proposal of like Brittany has always just wanted me to be me and that's huge and that's like that is what love really is at the end of the day and not trying to change you or make you better or whatever it's like I just love you for who you are like who said it and they best? were both that they were that person for each other like you yeah. said before Santana always said told Brittany how smart she was yeah exactly and that's that is their relationship I think they have the healthiest relationship in the whole show because like from the beginning they they're always like I accept you for who you are kind of thing um and for I mean me, it that's... does take Santana a while to be able to open up no totally but like but even I mean when... when you're figuring that stuff out about yourself there is I mean not everyone goes through it I guess but I felt the moment where I'm just like fighting it so much so I think that's what was happening in the beginning oh no definitely but like the bond between the two of them was always, I just accept you for who you are. Even when, mm-hmm. before they were, like, officially dating, like, Santana and Brittany were always, like, together, and they just, ex- they were best friends first. Like, I accept you for who you are, and I, I'm, I've got your back kind of thing. That has always been their relationship, romantic or not. Like, so they had a good foundation to begin with, versus, like, Finn and Rachel were always trying to change each other. And, like, Kurt and Blaine kind of accepted each other, but had, like, weird stuff going on with them but like Brittany and Santana from the very beginning were always friends first and just accepted each other so to me that is like the most uh pure way to express love is to just be like I love you for you I'm not trying to change you like I accept you for who you are like and like for somebody like Santana who goes through especially and Brittany too in her own way go through that kind of journey of like not feeling like they belong in you know certain aspects like Brittany again being outed not outed but like isolated as like the genius amongst lesser minds kind of thing it doesn't and is like made fun of constantly so she doesn't feel like Mm -hmm. she belongs and then santana as like hispanic girl in a traditional household feels like she can't be herself and she's trying to play the role of like you know cheerleader she wants to be head cheerleader and all that stuff where like being queer isn't accepted like they both kind of go through that struggle but at the end of the day they always have each other because they just accept each other for who they are and they're not trying to like change each other. They actually just defend each other to the to the outside world. Um, they have a beautiful partnership and like they are one of my favorite like ships of all time, like the two of them. Yeah. Um, they're just yeah. They're the best. I just I forgot how close they were by the end, just like the healthy the and tight knit their relationship was. They were free to just because, I mean, that that's really how they were behind closed doors, but, like, now they just get to be that all the time. And, like, you just see how, like, at the end, how much freer they are. They don't have that weight of, like, being in the closet or, like, questioning stuff. They just, like, they're very comfortable in their skin and in their relationship. Just, yeah, it's just, they have one of the best relationships ever, ever. And, and, and especially like again for what it was like at the time on fox of all places to have that relationship was a huge deal that was a big deal that made a big impact on me personally during that time when like we didn't really see that 
being portrayed in a healthy way with no one getting murdered at the mm-hmm. end or whatever, you know? I, again, I did not see any of that stuff going on at the time. I found all the media later. So. But still, it is still a great example, like, regardless. Like, it, it, their story, their relationship aged well with time. I think, personally. We also have a comment from Brie here, and this is going to be an unpopular opinion. Yes, Brie... super <laughs> Yeah, I read this and I'm like, what? Uh, Brie does not like Santana with Britney because she thinks she would have been a better choice. As in, Brie would have been a better choice for Santana. So I don't know if it's she didn't like Britanna or... I think she's just she kidding, just... I hope. Oh, uh, yeah. Facetious. Unfortunately, we can't ask her right now, but... Also, I was supposed to say that... <laughs> Um, Theor is the pretty one. And I know that's a, that's a running thing between us, but I don't know how that started. I think someone kept describing Theora as the pretty one in comments or something. I do not so, endorse this, personally. <laughs> she asked me to uh, say that out loud. So there you go. Um, the last thing in Britannia section is that I have this little video gift that I found for Theora. Uh, sure. And... We're not going to watch this whole thing because it's 13 minutes and 29 seconds. We'll just watch the beginning. Um, and I have no idea how well this is done. The editing is not bad. and But we're just going to... I'm not even going to introduce the title or anything. Sure. Just go for it. I love you, Santana. I love you more oh than my I ever God. What?! <laughs> So the title is Brittany and Santana, All Too Well, the short film, Brittany's version. Brittany's version? (laughs) Oh, God. Damn. Genius. Whoever did this. The person who made the video is called Proudly So. I love that line. That was one of my favorite lines of all time when Brittany says that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For context, this is my literal favorite song of all times. It is? I didn't I just yes. knew it was Taylor Swift no. and I knew you. This is like... literally my favorite song of all time ever. You guys find a song and see if maybe oh, the lyrics of the song. Find a song. Start a dialogue going. Also, what is Lennon Slide about? Because I, I only know the words to the song. What? I don't Seriously? know what it's about. Oh, oh my god, landslide. Explain uh, to me what landslide is while we wait. Uh, Stevie Nicks, landslide. It's basically about how, like, you get older and you just kind of, like, f- things get lost to time, basically. And then it, if you ignore feelings or trauma, eventually it's gonna, like, come and hit you. Hence the lens. landslide took me down. Uh, yeah. So that's they- kind of what... That's what Brittany's saying. She's like, hey, we need to talk about this now versus like it's and and for Santana, she's going through the thing where she's avoiding talking about it, avoiding talking about it. And then it all hits her really when she like a landslide when she's singing the song. So it is the perfect song for what is happening with them. I was just wondering because when um, we were singing this in the hospital and they asked if anybody was going to get triggered by it. So I'm like trying to figure out why this song would be triggering. I don't know what. So the. You know, the album, uh, oh, geez, Rumors, was basically written by the band Fleetwood Mac at the time when Fleetwood Mac was, like, about to break up. Normally, the brands would break up because they were all, like, there was ancestral dating and, like, all kinds of breaking up and cheating and all kinds of stuff happening in the band. And so instead of, like, breaking up, they just wrote songs about what was happening. 
I don't know the context for this particular song, like what uh, Stevie Nicks, I think Stevie Nicks, Stevie Nicks sang it. I don't know if she wrote it, but I don't know what the actual context of this particular song She came song and was. watched them film it, which I, I know, think is I, so I, I know, which is just, I love Stevie Nicks. Um, yeah, I know. That's I one of the Stevie coolest things that actually Wonder happened. Confused. Huh? I used to get Stevie Nicks and Stevie Wonder confused. Wow. No, they're very different. Again, but, uh, I was th- little. <laughs> I know. But uh, that was one of the coolest things that actually happened on Glee was, yeah, Stevie Nicks came and watched, which they, I think actors have said that was nerve wracking because like Stevie Nicks was there watching them do her song, which is crazy. Um, but I don't no know. pressure. I don't know what Stevie Nicks was singing, actually singing about the context. Because, like, you can, if you listen to the lyrics, it could be framed as, like, somebody died and you're remembering them and the feelings come after you later and hit you, like, like a landslide. Like, you try to ignore it and go on with your life. Um, but it's really about, like, emotional, like, bear, trying to bury emotions and then them, like, taking you out because they're so powerful, like, later. Um, which is what Santana's journey really is right now. So, yeah, it is a triggering song. Um because you can read it as, like, loss or, like, tra- trauma, basically, traumatic events in the past coming to haunt your present, basically. So, we'll see you next time. <laughs> next time on Glee! <laughs> and with that, we've been Big Gay Energy. If you like this episode, check out all our other episodes on whatever you're using to listen right now. If you're listening on Apple, we'd really appreciate it if you left us a review, no matter how brief. It helps us get into Apple's algorithm to reach a wider audience. Please feel free to reach out to us. We would love to hear from you about everything and anything. You can find us on all the social medias at Big Gay Energy Pod. Or email us at BigGayEnergyPod at gmail.com. If you'd like to make friends with other queer media-loving people, reach out to us to join our Discord server. If you'd like to support us, check out our merch store or join our Patreon for early access to episodes, exclusive content, and so much more. Until next time, stay safe and hydrate for Lesbian Jesus.